This is No Starving Artist Podcast. You deserve a successful creative life. I'm Anissa Benitez, a marketing expert at top companies and creative journeyer. I'm here to support your creative wellness, financially, mentally, and spiritually. Share with me your questions and I'll share perspective. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. I'm so happy that we're continuing on this creative journey despite the times. Today's episode is going to be focused on knowing your brand and then building it. So I really wanted to dive into this topic and it's probably long overdue. As many of you know, I used to work most recently as a brand marketing manager at YouTube Music But I've been working in marketing for over seven years at big brands like Time Magazine, Fortune Magazine, Entertainment Weekly, Sony Music, etc. Many different capacities working with artists and small business owners. And it's taught me a lot, but truly I've started on the opposite end of marketing. I started in doing a lot of social media marketing and digital marketing and promotion marketing and acquisition marketing before I finally ended up at my last role of brand marketing, which is the foundation to all marketing. And it's so important. So I want to use this episode because the most frequently asked question that I get as a marketer is around growth. But before you can build how you have to build a foundation. And so really excited about this episode. It's going to be very helpful to folks. The segments will include consolidation of questions, many requests that I received. The next segment will be me responding to that question slash consolidation by sharing our branding 101. We'll dive into reflection questions thereafter. And the last section will be a culture resource, one that is a absolute classic in the marketing world and the branding world, etc. So let's get into it. So the most commonly asked question that I've been receiving for not only since I launched No Starving Artist podcast and we started building this community together, but In my whole career, the most commonly asked question that I received is how do I grow a following? How do I build my brand out? How do I get an audience? How do I get followers? How do I build clout and influence in the space? But the truth is it really doesn't start with the building and the growing. It starts with laying down a foundation that's going to support your continued growth and your continued success of building and bringing folks in because people want to be brought almost like into a home and in your home if it's a place that people are going to stay you want to make it beautiful and you want to show them your personality and you want to make them comfortable and that's what creating a brand is it's not just getting people into the home it just naturally being a place that they gravitate towards because it's a place that brings them a sense of feeling. It can feel cool. It can feel exciting. It can feel many things, but you have to identify what you're aiming to share with people beyond just providing them a good or service. Ultimately, the long short is how do you build a brand? How do you grow your following? Well, you start by laying down the foundation. And these days, I know it's really challenging because it feels like I don't want to be an influencer, maybe. Like, I don't want to have to go out there and do all this marketing, but 
yeah, we're living in a time where it's a really competitive landscape because of the accessibility of sharing your work and sharing your art, which is a beautiful thing. But because so many people are doing that and can reach so many people online, everybody has to be in this position of marketing themselves. And you probably can do less marketing if you're an expert and you're really established in one specific niche. But many of us tend to be generalists or have multiple things that we want to be sharing with the world. And so because of that, there's a need to focus on your brand. So in future episodes, I'm looking forward to diving into marketing more so, but I'm really excited to be starting with the foundation of branding. I want to be able to provide you all with more marketing wisdom and brand marketing wisdom specifically. So when it comes to actually building the foundation, those first maybe like three bricks of your foundation, those first three bricks should be these things. One, what are you offering? Two, how is it different from what's out there or what's its value proposition? Three, who is it for? And what I want to speak to is how this applies to creative people, how this applies to being an artist, because a lot of the marketing and branding insight is shared to people to be, to build massive corporations, to be honest, and not really thinking about individuals. But I found it actually extremely helpful practice because every individual is thinking about their personal brand and your personal brand is important to approach in these same ways. So when it comes to one, thinking about what you're offering, what product, what service, that's the same way as thinking about your artwork. What are you sharing with the world? How are you defining that? Are you making it very explicit? The more explicit that you make it, the better, especially in the beginning. So when you just start putting out your work, people don't necessarily have trust in you. And so you need to build that equity by being as transparent as possible with folks around what you're sharing. It might feel so limiting to put yourself in a box, but it's also from the other side, really helpful for folks to understand, to be able to digest who you are, what you're offering, knowing that you're an individual who's a multi-hyphenated person who's going to continue to evolve and change over time is totally fine. You get to a point where you have such a sense of yourself, so much grounded in yourself. You've actually just done so much that it doesn't matter what box people try to fit you in. You know thyself and that's the most important piece. So sharing your brand as clearly as possible, figuring out what that is. Are you delivering a product, a service? What kind of work are you sharing with the world? What are you offering? Get specific as possible and keep it concise as possible. Number two, how is it different from what's already out there? So this is definitely the hard part. This requires you to look and not necessarily look at others for the purpose of comparison, but look at others for the purpose of understanding how you differentiate. This is often referred to as key differentiation factor. Other folks like to lean towards value proposition. So how is what you're sharing with the world more innovative? How is it maybe building upon some things that are already out there and in existence? It's really fun to look around and see what work is already being created, what people are doing things successfully, 
especially things that might re-inspire your work and take you to another deeper level. But the purpose of understanding what's already out there is we want to tell a different story at the end of the day or a little bit of a nuanced story. We really want to be able to stand out when we start to go out. So in building these foundational blocks of your brand, you're aiming to get into a position where you will be recognized, right? Will be recognized and have the opportunity for people to engage with your work, your artwork, your creative work more deeply. As some of you know, I founded More By Her, a platform to dismantle the starving artist stigma. Each week, we share a new story of creative women shaping culture on Wednesdays, Wisdom Drop Wednesdays, for those who identify as women, non-binary, she, her, they, them, thriving artists who are willing to give transparency on their creative journey and how they do it. Follow us at morebyher.com or on Instagram at more underscore by underscore her. Third, this is a tricky one again. Who are you creating for? And I know a lot of folks will be like, my work is for everyone. I want to reach everyone. It's really about the accessibility. But if you had to think back on the people who've engaged with your work most historically, What have those people been like? Who's gravitated to your creative work most naturally? If you've never shared your work before, who do you envision it resonating with? And oftentimes, and this is, you know, not to put yourself in a box, but oftentimes those people are going to be similar to you. They're going to have shared experiences like you. They're going to have backgrounds maybe similar to you and folks who've you know, maybe not experience that, but can relate, latch onto your work or where folks kind of start to come into the fold. And it's a beautiful thing, but really, I think the most important piece is who are your deep fans? Who are people who are going to be deeply touched? If you're only able to reach 10 people, wouldn't it be more valuable to have really a lot of depth and impact in their lives from your work? If you could only reach 10 people, maybe what if five people could be really deeply impacted. That's why we start with who is our target demographic because it's better to reach five people really deeply than be able to reach 20 people and lightly touch them and your work is forgettable to them. You really do want to build those people who are going to be on your journey long term. So just to recap, the three reflection questions or areas for you to think about are what are you offering? What is that product service? What is your title job? Really get specific into the details around that. How you differentiate too from what's out there. Key differentiation factors. What is your value proposition? What value are adding or sharing with the world? And thirdly, for who? Who would be the people that you can impact on the deepest levels based on the work that you're sharing and creating with the world? So... I try to not make these podcasts too workshoppy, but the next step of this would be to write the beginnings of your mission statement and write the beginnings of your brand foundation. This is not only one that can be an internal mantra for you to understand how you're showing up 
to others, but it can also be the one that you're really putting on your website, you're putting on your business cards, you're putting out and sharing with the world, it shows up everywhere. So the important piece is to try to approach this three times in three ways. So the first one that you're going to write is the super long version of answering these three areas, what you're sharing, why it's different, and for who. Write that, say three paragraphs. That's your long form one. Now comes the hard part. Try to consolidate that information into one paragraph. So how can you be even more specific, even more refined in what you're sharing with the world around the ways that you show up? This for me has been a big challenge. It always feels really challenging. And I'm going to do a future episode around balancing our integrity with our brand. Because oftentimes we can feel so constrained by what we're sharing with the world. We're like, we put ourselves in these boxes, but your box always continues to evolve if you allow it to. You want to give yourself enough wiggle room where you're also not going to feel suffocated. So figure out what that is, even if it comes with some level of trade-offs. Even if you don't feel like you're a niche within a niche within a niche within a niche and you would have a ton more resonance if you were, it's okay to just be within a few. So we've moved from the place of writing our mission statement in three paragraphs consolidated that into one paragraph now if you had to write two sentences at max maybe even one sentence around who you are what you're sharing how you're different and who you're aiming to reach those three foundational blocks of your brand are good to go you're ready then to start testing, to start getting into the waters and figuring out what resonates with people, what doesn't, how you can rebrand, how you can shape and shift, how you can start building marketing, how you can figure out all the other identity elements of a brand. So our culture wreck for this episode is a book. And it's a book that I appreciated though I had a really difficult time reading I had a really good difficult time because it's a story about failure it's a story about somebody who created a business and continued to refine the brand over time kept making mistakes kept refining the brand kept making mistakes and refining the brand until it was successful hugely successful and this is important because when you're building a brand you have those three foundational blocks now, right? So you understand what you're offering and what you're sharing with the world, how you're different from what's out there and who it's for. So that aims to, that should be a big influencer in a name that you might choose to brand anything. Does it appeal to the people that you're trying to reach? Does it stand out from the things that are already existent in the market? Does that name really, you know, give resonance and and makes it understandable what kind of product, service, artwork you're sharing with the world. So everything that you start to build within your brand should actually satisfy all of those areas or at least not shake it up too much. So our culture wreck is Shoe Dog. And Shoe Dog is now been turned into a Netflix show apparently or a movie. I haven't seen it. But it's the memoir of co-founder Philip Knight 
of Nike. And he chronicles his early stages in evolving Nike into a profitable business. And he just struggled so much. And that's the story of evolution. It's a lot of struggle. It's a lot of trial and error. And it's a lot of process of refinement. It's just so funny to see how it's really evolved. And he's a really transparent storyteller. He shares his journey with a lot of refreshing honesty. And a lot of success stories don't get into that level of of transparency. And so I highly recommend the book if you want to get obviously a taste of the book so you can get a sense of if you want to go through all the pages of it check it out online check out some reviews there's been so many write-ups it's bill gates number five book or something um it's one of his favorites that he's claimed i hope that this episode has been helpful for you i think it's particularly important for me to do more episodes on marketing and branding as it's my expertise and let me know if you'd like to hear more of it Ultimately, when it comes to branding, the one thing that I want you to focus on is that it's the pull. Before you even have to get to that marketing, that pushing, that promotion, that distribution, that sharing. And so who would be naturally drawn to you? Think about that before you think about how you can get in front of their face and be loud. How can you be quiet and still draw people to you? How can you be magnetic at the start? And so you want to continue to test and iterate and refine what that would look like for you. And future episodes will definitely touch on this better. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I'm so happy to be sharing marketing wisdom with you. If you want to hear more, I'm here for you. I'm still here for you to answer any business questions and serve as a business consultant for any needs. Reach out to me at hello at morebyher.com. As always, please share this podcast on social media. Please share it with a friend. Leave a review. I can be found at Anissa Benitez on Instagram. Follow the wisdom of many thriving, creative women and non-binary people at more underscore by underscore her on IG. You're no starving artist. I know these times are crazy with coronavirus, with stress, with anxiety, This is a notable time in history, and out of it, I know you'll have so much to share, so much to share that is going to be incredibly valuable to the world. Grateful to be learning and growing with you always. I appreciate you.